My Talkers, we've made it to Friday. The weekend is just around the corner. We've got three hours of fun here with Julia, and we've got special guest host back in studio. New mom. It's Brittany. Which I have to teach her young. We already started. We watched all in New York, Real Housewives. Now we're on Beverly Hills. Like she's got to see them all. Is she liking them? She has opinions. Um, we all, we don't always agree, but and sometimes it's really annoying when she falls asleep. And I'm like, um, you missed something. This is Camille Grammer's season. This is oh. her season. Oh, and uh, yeah, oh, you are really going. I love how you like to go back and watch the replay. I love. Why do you? Like because they were that. better before they did glam. Yeah, I, have, I know it. That's I my agree. Ha- that's my hardcore opinion, and I know people get mad, but I thought it was better we could see them actually living their own lives, right? Wearing their clothes, doing their makeup. Agreed. Yeah, and now it's like there's fights about glam, and it's also so like Real Housewives. The old ones are better. Obviously, I'm addicted for life. I'll watch all the new ones, right? Anyways. I know you will, but I would agree. Um, once the glam game and. They, their looks have changed so dramatically. I know. I How know. How old is Margot, by the way? Margot is six weeks. Oh, I have to tell you something so funny. Is she just I didn't want to tell six you. Weeks? She's six weeks old. And, and what so, does she weigh? Uh, nine pounds, 14 ounces. She's almost 10 pounds. She's oh almost double digits. Gosh. Uh, don't She's body shame up already. her. Don't <laughs> body, body shame so, <laughs> so, so get this. So we went to her appointment to, uh, this week to get her shots. Mm-hmm. And. They're asking all these de- developmental quizzes, like to see where she's at. Sure. And th- the answers were either yes, no, sometimes. Okay. And one of them was, will she hold toys when you give them to her? And I wrote no, because I, I was being very literal. I've never given her a toy. Sure. And then they're like, does she smile back at you? Smile. And I go, man, I don't really think I smile at I talk at her all the time. Right. But I forget to like... I'm always like, you my baby, and like singing, you know, constantly. But it makes her smile, doesn't it? I, well, I didn't, at the time I wrote no. Mm. And I was like, because I didn't, you know, and so the we got back to the doctor's office. She goes, yeah, I see some problems. I go, oh, I actually think those are mostly my failings. Like, I, and so that day I got home, pulled out every toy that we'd gotten at the baby shower. But I, I didn't, show them. I didn't know you were supposed to give them to, they're young. Like, I didn't to give her a toy at six weeks. Okay, I give her my keys sometimes. So she loves them. Cute. <laughs> you're so cute. But you give them little things that just have so they can start gripping. Yeah. She loves pet, like grabbing Murphy's hair. Like she grabs the, things. The dog. But I just never took a toy out. I don't know. Like oh, I didn't I know. That. I didn't know. And so it was one of those <laughs> things where I was like, I literally had to tell the doctor. I was like, listen, I should redo the quiz to next week. Right. And now I've been like sending videos to like my the doctors. Yeah, like pretty much. Look, she's doing everything I, she's supposed to it do. It was my bad. These are all my failings. She's never held a toy because I never handed her one. I don't know. So now I mean, just they're always smiling all big at her like maniacs. Like, you're so cute. But we just didn't know. But do you like it when their eyes start to. Oh, she tracks. And they track. And when they can Aww. see you and they see you and they know your voice. Oh, she tracks like crazy. But she's got like a real judgmental face, which we're really into. Uh-huh. That's when we call her Marge. Like if she goes judgmental <laughs> or cranky, it's mm-hmm. like full Marge. Mar- but she'll watch you all walk all the way across. And I'm Isn't like, that, and she's got big, beautiful eyes, Grant. She's so cute. Oh, yeah. Isn't it the beautiful bomb? Baby. Isn't it just oh. everything? Aren't you dying when I'm your obs- body did this? I'm obsessed with her. Like I don't ha- sleep. And I don't have hobbies anymore. No. And I hope that that'll come back when she's like 10 at some point. They, like They do. Whatever. I don't even mm-hmm. care because all they do is like stare at her. And like, 
anytime she's sleeping, I like won't go to bed until like I got like a good four minutes of seeing her breathe. Oh yeah, and oh, then I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes like, oh yeah. Sometimes I grab her little foot huh? just to like just to tweak just, her to make sure. Yeah, like something because <laughs> you stare long and like so you feel like a monster. But yeah, um, it's everything. But she's making moves. We've been in the anniversary sale three times. Okay, so Nordstrom. We, yeah, mm-hmm. and she's uh, did she make purchases? Yeah, she made some. <laughs> Beverly got her some stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I'm just obsessed with her. Like, I have to stop myself, like, whenever no, I'm somewhere. Because, like, I literally showed probably 18 people walking in here photos, and they're like, ma'am, I've never met you. Like, right. I'm just trying to wait for the light rail, and I'm like, look at my baby! <laughs> like, I'm, obs- I'm obsessed. And, like, but that's how you're supposed to be. Yeah. Like, that's exactly how you're supposed adorable. to be. Adorable. It is so. Unbelievable. The cutest thing ever, and I can't take photos of it, is when she's done drinking off my boob. Yeah. She'll fall asleep on it. Like it's yep. like the this like crazy really big, big pillow. pillow. Yeah. Yeah, that's every man's dream, but yes, I, continue I, I, on. That's what Justin always said. He's like, oh, I used to do that. I was like, they weren't this big then. Like you couldn't use them as a pillow, I'll Justin. I'll never forget when your boobs started coming in, you're like, look at me. For the first time in my life, I have boobs. I could rule the world. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's the cutest when she falls asleep. And my boob, and I go. Oh, I just want to take a hundred photos, and then it's like, and oh. they're little, they're little noises. Oh, I know. Oh, I'm just so. She's, this is so exciting. I just, I literally like it. She's already fun to me, and I, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I didn't feel that way with kids because you're not around them enough. But I think she's enthralling. Like, I spend most of my day with her because she's yours. I guess because I'm telling you, I before I had my kids, yeah. My kid, friends had kids, and I'm like, ah. Yeah. I know. It's, but when you get your own, it's just different. And when you see the little changes, yes. all of a sudden, I mean, you. it's funny. She'll give me a half smirk, and I'm like, fine, I'll take care of you for 18 years. Like, You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, the littlest thing, you're like, thank you. Give me some sign. And they, like, they give, you, they give you what you need. Just that little. Because sometimes you're like, oh, I just want to sleep. But they give it to you. They'll smile and do something or make a coup, and you're like, all right, I'm in. Fine. I love it. I love it. You can move back uh, when you're 30. Fine. I love it. Now, all those tips that all the callers came in with, remember all the tips everybody had? Oh, Take yeah. Sleep when they're sleeping. Wake when she's awake. Have you followed any of those rules? I would say the one thing, I, somebody, I'm pretty sure one of our listeners was like, um, you're going to make mistakes and oh. it's going to be okay. You know like, what I mean? Like you never handed her a toy. Like, like I never gave her a toy. Right. Who knew? <laughs> like she. Lived in this dark, grim world. Poor thing. Um, the sleep when you sleep thing is is something I wish I could do, but the problem is, it's like she doesn't do dishes, so I can't do dishes when she I does know. dishes. Like, I know. Would you get on that? I know. And She's so, behind. I'm I'm so annoyed. <laughs> She's so I'm behind to, developmentally. I'm trying to follow her schedule, but then it's like, okay, who's gonna feed the dog? So that yeah. sleep when you sleep, it, it'd be. It's overrated. You're already trying to figure out if she's a farmhand or not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, is exactly. it going to help me out? I oh. know it. All right, we got to take a quick break, yeah. and we will hear more about Margot through the show. We have Jam Polling's coming on um, this hour. We've got tickets to give away all day today to go to our 20th birthday party when you hear the hot tickets sound. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Thank you. We've just been catching up on this app that tracks... Um, her husband's at home, Justin, right now, and he just fed the baby four ounces, and she gets notifications. All these new modern things. What? Yeah, so she knows. Can I tell you that what my mom literally thought was hilarious? Tell me. That I have a thermometer for her tub. 
Okay, that is ridiculous. Okay, right. why that, is that that's ridiculous? That's the skin test. Because the skin you, test. Why is that ridiculous? That's a, that is a marketing genius who sold you that. Yeah. I mean, you guys act like it was $100. It, why wouldn't I, I want to see the temperature? Because you should be able to feel it with your hands. How Here's are you not, you're not going to be able to know? Fun fact, I found out using my thermometer, I take like 112 temperature baths. Like, mm. Because well, I love that them. about you. I know that, but I didn't know what it was, and so I have this little. Oh, so thermometer now you know. Them. No wonder why Justin, because when she was pregnant, Grant, she said Justin wants me to stop taking baths. I'm like, why? What can happen? She said they're kind of like hot tubs. I'm like baths. I'm like, what is going on here? Well, she's taking them at 112 degrees. That is oh, a hot tub. that was up as soon as I had that baby, and then they're like, you have to, you can't take a bath for um, a week after you have a baby, and I was like, oh, one more week. How funny are you? <laughs> Unbelievable. But yeah, there's right. a, there's an app that, for all of it. I did not know that. No all more right. baby tag, though. I need to We're talk not talking about, about all sorts of all other right. things. Here's the deal. Yeah. Um, I think that um, we already talked about Julia Roberts getting the um, museum award. Mm-hmm. I know. You think it's shady boots. I just think it's kind of a funny award. It's, it's a, an award for an award. Yeah. But then I thought this was kind of nice news that um, Robert Downey Jr. is taking care of Army Hammer. Mm-hmm. He paid for Army Hammer to go to treatment, mm-hmm. which I think is great. You know, Robert Downey Jr. was a massive heroin addict. Yeah, coke, he coke, was big coke, too. big coke and heroin. And yeah. he was dating at the time SJP and they lived together. So they were hot and heavy. Sarah Jessica Parker yeah. and him in the early 90s. That's I so think. wild to think about. Oh, yeah. Right. They were hot. I just remember him being naughty. Beyond. Like, bad boy, but, like, way naughty. And this is before people could take, like, pictures and video from their pockets. 100%. I don't think he would have a career. And I don't mean this in, like, a we can't, there's no redemption. But, like, I think that it would be harder. There's a lot of things that didn't get shown. Oh, yeah. 100%. Think of the anonymity people used to have. Yeah. Even us. Oh, gosh. I mean, poor little Margot is, you're documenting every minute of her life. She's like, get that camera away from me. I know. She's literally smacking it out of my hands. I don't want to know. So anyway, I I thought this was sweet news because um, there was a photo of him that came out earlier in the week because he is selling timeshares in the um, Cayman Islands, the Cayman Islands where he grew up. And his wife right now is staying at Robert Downey Jr.'s, one of their houses oh, in Army LA. Army Hammer's wife is staying? Yes. Oh, wow. His ex-wife. ex-wife. They oh, got yeah. divorced kid, when yeah. he had some issues, double double dipping, as it were, and then weird cannibalism things. I think he was going, yeah, just I weird. mean, it was wild. Sexual, it was, yeah, a lot of things. Lot it was of things. wild. But we never got an answer, and that's... No, we that, didn't. I feel like it kind of disappeared. And that's what rehab. We were talking about this with Colleen and Bradley, that the rehab that he went to kind of is what a lot of Hollywood people sometimes do to hide from, not hide from, but to... To let the the dust settle. Yeah. 100% then, promises it used yeah. to be. And there was one in Arizona that it, people would go to. Exactly. And there's, they'd go to Utah. And Sounds we, awesome. We still never have had any explanation from him as to yes or no, he did or didn't do these things. Like, that's where I'm just like, okay. Wish I could We hear. don't know. We don't know. But, yeah. but here's what his attorney said. Because his attorney reached out to him um, saying, you know, why do you guys care that he, why are you giving him so much flack for working a job? He doesn't have, you know, why get off his case? Oh, because it came out that he was working, working some, you know, normal yes. person job. And that's right? why his yes. ex-wife is not hiding, but he offered his house to her so she could get away while all this is going on. Cause people were constantly asking her about it. Mm-hmm. He's opening up his doors so she can kind of get away from what's going on with him. Right. 
So anyway, I just thought that was nice that he's giving back. Yeah, Rob, and because he went through it himself, like you said. So major. he knows, know the, knows more than anybody else what major, this is like. Major, major. And then all the morning shows, because yesterday the news had just broke that Ivana Trump passed away. Um, all the morning shows kind of talked about it. And Patrick was on yesterday, um, the laundry guy, and um, he was telling us about when he met Ivana Trump at a fashion show. But she was sitting next to Patricia Hearst who he wanted to meet really bad because his friend had a hearse and he wanted to send his friend a picture of Patricia Hearse. <laughs> it's very funny. But here's the fact that he told us yesterday that I thought you would want to know. Yeah. So he had a meet and greet with Taylor Swift. Okay, that's okay. already hate <laughs> okay. him. Even though I'm obsessed with him, that Patrick has half of my paychecks from my 20s. Is that funny? <laughs> when he had Mona, he still has Mona Williams. Yeah, but he used to have schools. it. Yeah, he used to have it northeast. northeast and yeah. I would always stop there. I mean, I don't know how many times a week I've bought so much stuff from him. He He's fabulous. We oh, had so much fun yesterday. Such a sweetheart, yeah. It was fun. But so he told us what she smelled like. I hate him. What do you mean she, he told you what he smells like? Like, what she does she smell like? Taylor Swift smelled so great. What is it? It's Tom Ford's sandal dust, sandal wood. It's definitely not sandal dust. That sounds... It's not sandal dust, but it's sandal, sandal wood or something like that. But I thought you would want to know because I know you're obsessed with T Swift. I'm obsessed. If and she I wears that, believe, I should be wearing that. Uh, well, duh. And Margot, I can't even believe Margot doesn't have any of Taylor Swift's name in her name. Well, she does uh, calm down with the music quite a bit because I probably <laughs> listened to that exclusively while I was pregnant. Wait, have you heard the new Taylor Swift song that's in Where the Crawdads? thing that's coming out today? No, Grant. Maybe we can find that. Yeah, I'll look for it. Have you not heard this? No, song? I don't. I mean. What have you been doing? I know. I'm sorry. Wait, I, I I knew she had one. I knew that was coming out because I feel like Lori told me that. Yes. Sorry that she keeps me informed. You don't. You could have sent me a link. I'm I, sorry. I but could have, but you know. True dad. True dad. All right. So here's the song. Do we even know the name of it, Grant? It's uh, called Carolina. Do okay. Like it? And I'm kind of jumping in the middle of it here. Okay. Okay. I have to. I, Grant, you're going to hate me. I want you to look up. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
Safe and Sound. That's okay. Um, yeah. by Taylor Swift. There's she did she's done so many random one off songs. Yes. For movies, I know she did one for Cats as well. Yes. And here's this one for Hunger Games. It didn't get any radio play or any love, but it was in Hunger Games. Okay. It's so freaking good. It's beautiful. It was so beautiful. Nobody gave it any love. And it's Santel Blush by Tom Ford. Done. All right, and it's $285. Oh, maybe that's not what I wear. Just go get it. All right, we got to do the traffic. We'll be right back. We're going to talk with Champ Poling about his fun new musical that came back. Um, We're going to take a quick break, and we'll have more T-Swift throughout the show for you, (laughs) Sweet. We'll be right back. Oh, my gosh. We are so delighted to have um, the one, the only Champ Poling with us. And Champ Poling is um, our theme song, uh, Love is the Law. He wrote that one with The Suburbs, which he still plays with. And he has amazing musical that has come back to the History Theater called Glen Sheen. Hi, Chan. Hi. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> Here you are. You're an award-winning composer. I am. And I've got all so many awards. My, my, my house is filled with them. It's ridiculous. <laughs> how fabulous for you. Um, how is your summer going? Oh, this, I just got out of the pool, and I'm not kidding. How lovely. Today is lovely, isn't it? I know. It's beautiful. I'm really having a good time. I, there are tons of gigs going on. Glenn Sheen's been on tour. Do you believe that? Well, okay. Finally hitting the road. It's so, okay, so I saw it. How many years ago did it first play at the History Theater? It opened in 2015. Okay. And are, are many of the original staff still in it? Yeah, 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 right. yes, definitely. Um, yeah, Dane Stoffer and Jen Marin and, and Gary Brickle and, of course, you know, amazing Wendy Lair is still there. It's amazing. It's, it's Okay, so tell everyone who doesn't know what Glenn Sheen the musical is about, because I saw it with my mom. We loved it. One of our colleagues went last week and just has been raving about it. It is such a funny comedy, but for people who don't know what it's about, give everybody the setup. Well, it's, you know, it's a dark comedy. I mean, there's 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 funny stuff about it. I mean, any kind of bumbling, uh, you know, evil doers is always can get a few laughs. But it's also about a, you know, it's a murder story. It's about the murders up in Glen Sheen in 1977, and so it's kind of a Minnesota story. So um, I guess the way Fargo is a North Dakota story. It's it's it, it's we often say it's like um, it's like the Cohen brothers meets a you know an episode of Columbo or something. Nice. We we, we um, kind of have fun with the, the the trials and the and the you know defense lawyer Beshmesher we call him. Mm-hmm. How funny! Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, you know, but you know, there's a little bit of murder at the core of it, and so. Um, you know, a few tears are are shed for the victims. It's um, it's a it's kind of a it's it's a kind of a baroque, nutty, funny, sad thing. But people are loving it. It's just a, it's it's a hit. It it well it was a hit back then, and I think what even you know made you? How did you even decide to write this musical? Oh well, I, I was asked to. Okay. I was, um, you know the uh, the history theater is known for their, kind of their mission is to do Minnesota stories. You know, okay, yeah. So, but it's everything from Zelda, you know, from, from um, you know, um, to the um, what's oh god, what's his, Zel- you know, Zelda Fitzgerald, F. Scott Fitzgerald, 
Zevka, thank you. My God, <laughs> no problem. This is Gerald and Zelda, and um, you know the Babe and the Blue Ox, and there's, yes. there's some great classic stories. And and Glenn Sheen to me was just a classic murder mystery. <sighs> it's really not clear. You know, we we think the daughter did it. Um, right. She never was a. She never was. Um, you know, convicted though. Right. So. And so we show all that, and it's very interesting. Um, but uh, History Theater asked me to do it, along with a playwright, Jeff Hatcher. Uh, we, we were working on another show. Jeff and I have written now, but we're working on our fourth musical together right now. What are your other? Th- what were the other ones? Well, um, we did another one for um, History Theater, but kind of between this one and, uh, and the first Glenn Sheen. Um, it was called Lord Gordon Gordon, and it was another kind of comedy about a con man. Okay. Um, and then Jeff and I did a uh, kind of a teen musical for um, Illusion Theater okay. called The Night in Olympus. And now we're working on a new one uh, for opening in the spring called The Defeat of Jesse James. Oh, and the big news is we're working. We 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 have the rights to Heaven Can Wait, which is um, you know, the old. There's been two movies made on that, based on that old play. Um, we know the Warren Beatty one. Oh, but, um, I love that movie with Julie Christie. Yeah, we're making a. We've made a. We made a beautiful Broadway bound music for that. We'll see when it. We'll see if that works. Oh we're, my gosh! We're talks right now. You go. There. You go. Yeah. If if people haven't seen Glenn Sheen yet, I mean, did you make any changes to the book since the 2015 production? Not, no, not really. Okay. Nothing. No, you'll see the same show. Yeah. And it, what I think it's super tight now. Yeah, I believe it. And what I always thought was so clever is the actors. Because I said, what's the staff? Or I said, there staff changes or whatever I asked. But the actors play multiple roles. Mm, and and yes. I think it's so clever how that happens. Because you're like, oh, I think I saw him do that. And how they change and modify. And the History Theater is such a wonderful place to see a play. Because you're just so close. And, and I feel like you're part of it. Yeah. It's a theater, kind of a theater in the round kind of situation. Not a normal proscenium. And it holds about... 550 people, something like that. So it's, you know, it's intimate. It is. You know, Chan, um, so I don't want to brag, but I was in the orchestra in high school. And so every year, that's the only place we'd go was Duluth. (laughs) And every year we'd go on that tour. And every year, some rowdy violinist would ask, were there murders here at this whatever? And every year, the tourists would deny, you know, be like, we don't talk about that. So I just want to say yeah. thank you to all of us who had to go on those tours every year and never get answers because right. I'm already signing up to go to your musical. Well, that's how that you'll see. That's how the whole musical starts. Really? The, yeah, the tour group comes out and they're like, can we? And then she goes, we can't talk about it. And it's very funny. Yeah. That's, and off we go. I, I have vivid memories of being mortified that that same rowdy violinist would ask, and I'd always be like, I'm so sorry. I'm a celloist. Yeah. You know, I would never. I, I would never. I never would. Oh, gosh, that's so I funny. Would never. I would never. Okay. But seriously, what happened, though? That is, that, that's, but I mean, if you lived here in the Twin Cities, and this was everything in the newspapers, it was so wild and random and unsolved, yeah. and people followed it. And it's such a great, it's a, it's a, you're just so clever how you tell the story and it is funny and it is dark, but it, it's a comedy too. And if you want to go see Glenn Sheen, 
It is playing right now at the History Theater, which is downtown St. Paul, through July 24th. And yep. um, there's, um, you know, on some a couple, I think, um, Thursdays, you have a 1 o'clock matinee, which is nice for people, if I'm reading this yeah, yeah. right. Is that on the calendar? It yeah, is. I see it on Thursday, <laughs> 1 o'clock. Yeah, there's a 1 o'clock matinee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, and so you have open captioning times, too. So, like, this Sunday is an open captioning for people. Yeah. Um and I'll be there this Sunday, too, because there's a talk back afterwards. You can ask me questions or whatever. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Is this, do you, you know, this is, you know, you wrote music for so long. Is this just super fun and challenging, using your brain in a different way for a, a full play? Is it like writing an album? That That's kind of the way to put it. It's just very, it's different, because it's different than writing an album. An album is much more of a personal thing and it's much more kind of a, like writing poetry you know right? it's, and this is much more of a novel it's more um uh, it's more of a craft that for me and i love the craft part of it i love uh the, you know the assignment like mm-hmm. i've got to write a song about this that happens that includes this information and i just try to do it in the you know most clever way i can fun way and then and, and you're right. This is what it's just a challenge for me. And everybody needs to grow and to be challenged. So, you know, I love this Burbs and I and I love um, the new you know, standards. Steve and the new standards. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, I'm playing this this weekend. Actually, tomorrow. Where Burbs? I'm in Hastings. Oh, you are. Yeah, Rivertown. Oh, it's Day Rivertown Days. We called. were just there doing a remote on Wednesday at Creative Hair Design. That is a big darn deal. There's so many people that go to that. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, we're going to be playing for a lot of people, I guess. When cool. When are you guys playing? Eight thirty tomorrow night. Oh, how Saturday night. Fun, and that's River Fest Days or something. I think in Hastings. It's Rivertown. Rivertown. Something. Yeah. <laughs> we're, Nailed it. We both almost have it, but the Glenching the musical. I just want to tell people, um, you know, live theater is back. It is so much fun. This is such a great Minnesota story, and I can't tell you how great this play is. And if you want to go to the HistoryTheater dot com, get some tickets. Um, my mom and I had a blast. And um, yeah. we the reviews are just great. Now, will it, it is this something that you see eventually maybe heading to New York? Well, we we're, we we've, we're talking with all sorts of people about okay. growing it. It just came back from touring Minnesota, and and, and here's the deal. You know, on Friday night, let's say, let's say we're in Duluth. On Friday night, there's, you know, 300 people. On Saturday night, there was 500 people. And on Sunday night, there was 600 people. It's so word of mouth. It's wow. wor- it works, you know. People, yep. they're not quite sure what it is, and then but the word of mouth is out there. So I think it definitely can travel out, yeah. I love that. So, yeah. It's we're, clever. We're working on it, believe me. Well, you're good at this. Congratulations to you, and I hope people come see it, Glenchine, and you're going to be at the Sunday performance for the Q&A afterwards. And that is at 2, yeah. two in the afternoon, so you've got a concert. Friday, Saturday night, you're a rock star, and then Sunday, you're a playwright. How, yeah, exactly. how decadent of you. And you're just in the pool. And you're just got out of the pool to talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> a man of many hats. I love you, Chan, and congratulations. I love you guys. And, um, Thank you for having me. Oh, we no, adore you. Me. You know we adore you. All right, we got to take a quick break. The the play is Glenn Sheen at the History Theater through July 24th. Okay, take care. See you out there.
see you. Bye. Bye. All right. So when we come back, Lizzo was on the plaza today. Mm. And we just have to talk about some documentaries coming out. Let's see what we think about them. I'm in. She's screaming that song. It's about that time. And I thought her mic was on. I'm like, can you let people listen to Lizzo for a second? It was hysterical. <laughs> okay, you know, she is coming to town. She is coming to the October. What's the date? Cause we, I don't know. I looked it up. I think she wants us to dance with her. I think she probably wants us up there. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, so it's she so was good. on the plaza. Uh, October 11th, 11th, I believe. 11th. Yeah. Okay, she was on the plaza this morning of the Today Show. I can not. It's a Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. Her energy, her enthusiasm. First of all, her show won, you know, where she's trying to find the backup dancers. Yeah. That the finale is filmed at Treasure Island. Six. She was nominated for six Emmys. Dang. So she's got the new album that came out today that you've yep. listened to. Yep. That you didn't do your work for the show. I was going to say, I shirked my responsibilities because of it. In my defense, listen to the album. It's <laughs> so fun. She samples a lot in this. Yeah. And I love. I do too. And her energy. I mean, she had on this blue, kind of electric blue, shiny, shimmery suit. And her backup dancers had on these metallic silver outfits. It was just so much energy. Okay, so hear me out. So like. Right now, that song has a viral dance that people do on TikTok. Turn up the music. It's like, in a minute, I'm going to need a sentimental woman to pump me. You know, that part. And it is elaborate dance. Does Hubbard want us to learn it and then give us tickets to the show? Probably. How did you know? How probably. I just got an email. (gasps) Mr. Hubbard himself just said that. Stanley. Get get on it. (laughs) Stanley, how could you? Get on it. No, I know it. I think so. That's October 11th. And I saw her when she was at the Armory. Yeah. And I missed the one at Treasure Island, which people just loved. I mean, how cool would that have been? So my sister went to the Armory one and I couldn't go. Right. And so she's like, I'm don't worry. I'll get you like a cool like T-shirt or something from the concert. She got me these sweatpants that say 100% that B, but spells out the word. Can't even wear them anywhere. Because I, I feel like I, you know, I, I had so many kids in our neighborhood. I always feel like I can't wear them. So we got to go. What a thoughtless gal. What a. What would you rather wear? I'm 100% that bee on your butt or juicy? Remember Juicy Couture? <laughs> Which one would you choose? <laughs> Probably 100% that bee. I would too. I'm not trying, especially because I've seen a lot of juicy diapers lately. Yes, you have. I'm not trying to see you live that life. I'm not going to do that. All right, so um, she's just, and you love the album. Oh my God, and we can't barely talk about it because we're going to talk about it New Music Friday. I know. And we picked some songs. But there is, I mean, the top, even if you just listen to the t- first three, yeah, you're gonna love them. I love that. I love it when you, a whole album is good. I know it's so fun. Yeah. And I was riding in, listening to Lizzo in her convertible. In my convertible, acting like I wasn't, you know, uh-huh. a mom anymore. I just took a little break mentally, just it's, like it's so fun. I you're can't go- wait. And okay. I'm, I'm declaring. I know it's kind of late in the season, but that's the song of the summer. It is. It is a song. Oh, turn of the summer. off the music. Yeah. Turn Tell off me the else, what else is. All right. Okay. okay. Tell me uh-huh. else. What else is the song of the summer? You're the best in music. I don't even know. I thought the Beyonce song was going to take off a little bit more. Yeah, me too. I, I haven't heard it once. I can't tell you what it's even called. Um, I think that this is. I think this is the song of the summer. I think all right, can, I'm with you. I'll I mean, s- I think Harry Styles. We tried. Sorry. No. It's just not no. a No. That right. album, Thank you. No. 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 Yeah. No. It's a fun song, but definitely not the song of the summer. Thank What's you. the country song of the summer, Grant? 
Can you think of one that we like? Oh, man. I can't even think of it. If anyone wants. I well, listen I, to Old Country. I'm weird. I know, but did the tickets go, sweetie? They did. Who was our winner? Juanita, Juanita is our winner. She's very Woo! excited. Yeah. Oh, so did she know who she's bringing? She does not. No, not yet. So she's excited, though. Um, yeah, she's really excited to go. She, I love she's it. like, I never win anything. And so was, I love yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Tell me if you guys think this is a do or a don't. Adele has just announced that she has plans to make a tell-all documentary about her budding romance with her boyfriend, Rich Paul, Mm. and her stalled Las Vegas residency. Don't. Mm. I want to be over that. I get so angry thinking about canceled shows like that. Well, here's her thing. She stands behind it still. She said she she has no regrets about slamming the brakes on her Vegas residency, saying Mm. the show simply was not up to her standards. And she said, I definitely felt everyone's disappointment and was devastated and I was frightened about letting them down. But I thought I could pull it together and make it work, but I just couldn't. And I stand by that decision. Listen, the fact that you think that you couldn't make that decision far more, like, you know, way more in advance. Instead of the day before. Now that I'm a mom. Okay, you need to plan. You can understand planning. I was on a walk thinking about her. Uh, Adele and I like Adele, so I'm ready to forgive Adele. Right. I want to forgive. I want to forget. More importantly, right. like right. she's got enough talent that I don't really care. I'm not that into her music. I'm not either anymore. Like you know, like once in a while she'll make one, and you're like, dang, that's a that's a it hits at a great moment. You're yeah. like dealing with a breakup or right. something. Once in a while, like just hits your molars, and you go, yes, I love yep. that pain. Um, but. <laughs> I was thinking about canceling, like the idea of how much you have to do, especially of going to Vegas, right? Because right. I was thinking, like, what the if, destination? I, you know, if Taylor Swift put a concert on, when and I get a babysitter for the three days you go, right? Flights, work, all those right. things. It's I, rude. It's so rude. It's rude. And I don't think celebrities get that. Like, we don't have unlimited time to like. Oh, we'll just go next month. Right. So right. Oh, look I'm at ready you. to look be at you now with commitments at home. <laughs> before Ozzy having the dogs Grant right. knows this those are a commitment that's, too that's oh. hard that's hard alone that's yeah. a commitment alright this is coming out so Neil Justin in the um, excuse me the Star Tribune did a um, you know he spotlights every Thursday or Friday you know TV shows or music to they do everything I love what they do for giving us a good list of what to watch and what to listen to so this is the American Pie documentary is coming out next Tuesday on Paramount Plus. And he said, you know, it's the day the music died, obviously. And everyone knows, you know, what happened. Um, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper were on their way to Moorhead, Minnesota when their plane crashed and they mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm. And um, Don McLean wrote the day the music died. And I sang this at my son's um, high school. You sang it? Graduation party. Oh, okay, party. I was so um, worried. In Mexico with my um, Woodbury mommies who joined me. Um, it was a pretty moment for my children That's to watch it. mom take the stage a little buzz and sing this long, long song. That's awesome. They loved it, though. I was I'm not going to lie. They're pretty amused with it. Everybody yeah. got in on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I would have loved it. But so Garth Books is um, one of the people that's um, part of the documentary. Okay, cool. like executive producing or like on no, it? No, but he just reminds us how powerful a song can be. Yeah. Even 50 years 
I still know all the words to this damn song. Oh, me too. And Paradise on the Dashboard Lights, I know that one. But I can't tell you all the words to some of the newer ones. But it's Tuesday on Paramount Plus. I think that sounds good. And that then he, good. And he also reviewed The Captain, which is the Derek Jeter ESPN one. Uh-huh. And he said, this is the best line. He said, um, Derek Jeter, he's one of the all-time greats, yes, but much of his personal ju- journey is about as dramatic as a t-ball game. <laughs> <laughs> So, dang, dang. and that's Shots on ESPN. Fired. But he's, in, and, and to his point, he's kind of right. As much as I love Derek Jeter, he's a boring, he's boring, boring individual, always has been. So this comes out on ESPN on Monday night, yeah. um, the captains, and he talks, brings up the feuds with George Steinbrenner from the Yankees and yeah. Alex Rodriguez. But anyway, I love that. Is about as dramatic as a t-ball game. Dang. That's, that's a, you know what? That makes sense. I don't know how they were going to make this man interesting. He's a great ball player, but when it comes to an yeah. interview, it's like, hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's monotone. Rough. 